You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of 10 Things. Bye week is over, and it was a good bye week for the Kansas City Chiefs. Hello, good people, and welcome to 10 Things. Here on KC Sports Network, I'm BJ Kissel, hanging out with Haley Lewis, and we've got some some Chiefs info for you and just some takeaways from the weekend that, again, ended up being a pretty good one for the Chiefs, Haley. Yeah, the best week that the Chiefs were not on the field. Not getting a win, but getting a win. And there's still stuff to talk about yeah. after that, so we appreciate it, everybody. Hope you all had a great weekend doing Whatever it is that you all do when the Chiefs are not, <laughs> the Chiefs are not playing. Uh, but before we get into the 10 things, I do want to thank our sponsor of this show, Mission Taco Joint. Now with three locations in Kansas City, including their four over in St. Louis. But their new one here in Kansas City is in Leewood at Park Place. And now that uh, the weather's turning a little bit, get closer to winter, the ice skating rink over there at Park Place is opening up. So if you've got kiddos or you just like ice skating like I know Tucker does, and make sure you get out there, you have a good time. You go grab some tacos, go grab a margarita, and make sure to grab an any given holiday cocktail at Mission Taco Joint made with the Ben Holiday Bourbon. And proceeds from that will go to benefit Braden's Hope doing their research and raising money for child pediatric cancer research. Uh, but you can also get 10% off your order at any Mission Taco Joint location in Kansas City by just mentioning KCSN. And they also help us uh, with our Feed Afford program. Uh, that we partner with Hope Faith Ministries and the Homeless Shelter in downtown. So I know I just said a lot, but we do a lot with them because a lot of great people over there at Mission Taco Joint, also with Braden's Hope, also with Ben Holiday. It's just people helping people. So we appreciate everybody letting me get through that section. And now let's get to some things, Haley. I have a vision of Tucker ice skating in my head. I don't know Is the, are, are you an avid ice skater? I don't know if I've actually ever ice skated before. Oh, so. The first time for everything. Here's an on that one. <laughs> there's an event. I don't know the time, but there's an event on Friday. We're going to be out there uh, at Mission Taco Joint. I'm going to go out there and hang out um, and draw some attention to a good partner of ours. But uh, I don't know if the ice skating rink is going to be open. It was starting to get open. They've got like oils down that started freezing. Okay. But they haven't put the water through to really freeze it over. Um, but it's a pretty new location. And if, you, if you're familiar, if you're in the Overland Park area, it's a cute area. Park Center, it's just kind of secluded. It's hard to get to. Um, unless you know what's back there, unless you're kind of walking and shopping and doing all this stuff, uh, you wouldn't be able to find it. But it is a really cool spot. Their bamboo pennies is right over there too. It's kind of this ice skating rink is literally in between Mission Taco Joint and Bamboo Pennies. Um, but yeah, doing something out there on Friday is kind of a ribbon cutting to open up their new location. They're open for a couple months, but um, again, kind of hard to get to. You can't really see it from the street, so you got to know it's there. But uh, good food, lovely guac, good guac. Great. Great King South. Love it all. All right. Let's get into the uh, the takeaways that we had from the weekend. And the first one, most obvious one, is pretty good week. Yeah. The Chiefs, all, Worked out well. All teams that you wanted to lose lost. And the Chiefs have sole possession. They were already in first place because of the tiebreakers because uh, they have the best record um, within the AFC Conference against other AFC Conference teams at 5-1. and one. Everybody else has at least two losses. Uh, but Chiefs benefited from the fact that the te- Texans beat the Bengals in Cincinnati 30-27. to We're going to talk a little bit more about C.J. Stroud here in a bit. Uh, and the Jags get absolutely smoked by the 49ers 34-3. to That was nice. And then the Browns taking down the Ravens, which, as you say that, the Browns are kind of surging. That defense is 
is legit. Offense has not got there yet. Obviously missing Nick Chubb with the injury that he had earlier in the year. But uh, Brown's taking down the Ravens on the last second field goal. It was kind of fun. I was at a birthday party for my son watching the end of that game. Yeah. Um, that was a pretty fun one. But yeah, at the end of the day, uh, pretty good. And we'll get into the, the Chargers and what happened there as we talk about the AFC West here in a minute. But Haley, it was uh, pretty good for the Chiefs to sure. sit back and, and watch them rise in the rankings without doing much. But uh Hanging out. Yeah, some rest. After falling to the Lions, I was very worried. <laughs> but look how far we've come. About the Chiefs? Yeah. The week one game? Yeah. Did it, I mean, yes, that put a pit in my stomach. So I'm, I mean, it sucked, but they didn't have Chris Jones. I'm just that's trying how to say, was... look at where we were, look at where we are. Yeah, I didn't think Kadarius Tony, Tony was going to have an all-time bad performance. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, it, was a, it's, it's a bad way to start. The banner dropped. Right. You got all this excitement. Uh, my there was family was out there. We were excited. Uh, it was not the the opening game that we wanted, but it quickly got it figured out. And yeah, here we are with here we are Defenses in the league is Patrick Mahomes and the the young offenses trying to get things going. But what thoughts you'd be saying that? Yeah, it's the fact that if you're talking about the Chiefs right now, and again we've talked about this for the last few weeks, but if you're talking about the Chiefs and the biggest worry that you have right now is right. Anything to do with can Patrick Mahomes get it done? Obviously, it's not as much about Mahomes as it is about the guys that are around him. I have faith that Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, sure. in when it matters, will get it done. We've seen it time and time again. The fact that the margin of error of those guys needing to figure it out and needing to develop has expanded because of the defense being as dominant as it has been, uh, it's a pretty good situation. Yeah. Um, what's not a good situation as we move along here? This is your stat. I'll let you bring this up, but Bengals and Bills. Not great. I, here's what shocks me about this. If we, a season ago, we're talking about Bengals and Bills, and we're talking about the two biggest threats that the Chiefs probably have to get through in order to be in the Super Bowl last season. We we haven't even spoken of them hardly at all on this podcast the entire season. And it, it's very rare to say that because you look at their two quarterbacks, and it's not like as if they're just no longer great quarterbacks. It's been the perfect storm for both these teams to fall the way in which they have and maybe not have been playing their best ball. And and maybe you compare it to the Chiefs, where the Chiefs haven't also been playing their best ball, but they consistently find a way to keep their head above water. These teams have found ways when they're in those close fourth quarter games to where they just fall apart. They haven't been able to make those close games closed. Uh, so you look at this, since he has a 42% chance of making the playoffs, the Bills only have a 36%. I mean, I'm talking about just making the playoffs. They're currently 8th and ninth. When you go to yeah. the standings, they're 8th and ninth. Bills have a 36% chance. It's crazy. The Houston Texans have a, a better chance. They have a better record that are ranked higher as far as if the playoffs were today yeah. than both the Bengals and the Bills. There's this fun little website that I've spent way too much time on where you can just select a team and it tells you the percentage. And I've just been messing around with teams all day long. But I was I had to double check on these just, just to make sure that that was correct, and it, it's wild that we'll most likely probably only see one of them in the playoffs. And the crazy thing is that Thursday night game, I hate Thursday night games. They've been awful. They never have good matchups. Thursday night this week, Bengals-Ravens. It'll be fun. One of those teams going to be reeling after that game. That is... If the Bengals look lose, at the Bengals, I don't schedule. see how they they've got come back. The Baltimore, then they've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they're at Jacksonville with a team that's kind of Jekyll or Hyde, depending upon which Jacksonville team shows up. Uh, you got the Colts, not very good. Then you've got the fighting Josh Dobbs with the Minnesota Vikings that are hottest team in football. Um, 
one of them. They got the Steelers again. That's always going to be a battle on the AFC North. The Steelers are in the mix. Um, everything they have got going on. I said this before. I don't think Mike Tomlin's ever got enough credit for how good of a coach he is. Mike Tomlin's oh, a, sure. a top three coach in the league. I mean, Coach Reed will even say that about a decade. Him. And more so, the more we learned about like Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, like <laughs> Matt and Tomlin kept it all together. What he's been able to go through, yeah. Oh, pretty crazy. But then Cincinnati also has uh, the Chiefs, and then they're finishing the season with the Browns. Yeah. Bengals might not finish over. No, I can drive. They might finish under 500 if they don't figure it out. Trey Hendrickson getting hurt in that game. I was watching that one. He had somebody fall back. There's a crazy fluke play, too. He had a guy fall back on his knee um, after a play. So uh, Bengals, not in a great situation. And looking at Buffalo's schedule yeah. coming up. Eagles, uh, Chiefs. They've got the Eagles, the Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, Dolphins. I mean, how crazy to be if neither the Bengals nor the Bills made the playoffs. Neither one of them made it. I just, I really wouldn't. I couldn't see any possible way we'd be talking about this after what has transpired the last few years in the AFC. I, I always thought that the Bengals were going to be, especially I thought that new kind of rivalry had developed between them and that this was going to be the team that was always going to be the thorn in the side. After, I, I, like, what is Burrowhead? Like, we haven't even talked about it this yeah. season, and that was such a hot topic last year and just been non-existent. Well, we grew up, like, most of you know, football fandom, like, we've always had those rivalries. We've always had those two quarterbacks that have gone after I me. Mean, it was... The Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, like mm-hmm. they're going to meet and you're trying to force it before it organically happens yeah. of like it's Burrow versus Mahomes or it's Josh Allen versus Mahomes. And there's been a lot of graphics like, even you know, Joel, our social guys put some stuff out about, you know, everybody's trying to make whoever against the Chiefs. Yeah, make it a rivalry. Team. It was like these teams, somebody needs to be consistently good. I mean, Tyree Kill said it. It's like, this is the next great rivalry. I'm like, there's never been a big moment. At least the Bills had the 13 seconds game. And the Bengals had some games against the Chiefs, and Burrow had success <laughs> against the Chiefs in games that didn't really matter outside of the one AFC Championship game. I get it. Um, but, yeah, I it's crazy to think from a Chiefs fan perspective, and we all get worked up thinking they see the team struggle, like this is what's going to keep them from winning the Super Bowl again. And you know, last year it was field goal snaps, and then nobody being able to field a punt, and all these things are going to come back to hurt them. You forget that, yeah, the Chiefs are not a perfect football team, but there's a lot of flawed football teams, uh, particularly on the AFC side, that there is nobody out there. There's no booty mm-hmm. being out there that you're worried about if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. The only team, and we've had this debate, maybe the Chargers, if they figure it out, which seems to never going to be able to happen. And then the Dolphins were the other one. And there's a very good chance to end up playing the Dolphins again uh, and a team that uh, obviously played one of their better games, if not their best game of the season against. But there's nobody that you should be really worried about if you're the Chiefs. So again... As long as the defense plays the way they are, it might not have to be pretty wins, but as long as they keep stacking those wins, you buy yourself some time to develop and get some answers to having to beat one of the teams that we just mentioned. Um, one of the teams that we haven't mentioned, Haley, to move on here just because it's all kind of running together. CJ Stroud. I know it's not about Chiefs, and I know you know football fans listening, but it's been crazy impressive how I'm- good... He has been. This is a Texans team that's already won more games. They've, they're five and four right now. They have more wins than they have the last two years. They had four wins last year, three wins the year before. Uh, and CJ Stroud, for him to come in and have the success that he's having right now, I had saw somebody, maybe it was Dan Orvlosky, I may have butchered this. Somebody, some national media person said he should be in the MVP conversation. And I kind of heard it. I'm like, yeah, just because a rookie's playing kind of well doesn't mean you just throw him into that conversation because right. Burrow, Josh Allen, Mahomes to a certain extent. Even Lamar Jackson, different times, they've struggled. 
So you want to put somebody else into that conversation. CJ Stroud's passer rating is over 100. He's got 15 touchdowns and two interceptions and has taken a team that was picking in the top three and has got them in the playoff mix one game back from Jacksonville. And I, I'm not saying he's going to win MVP, but the more you look at it, like he definitely entered that conversation the way that he's playing and bringing them back, taking them down the field uh, to win games late, telling his teammates, like, just give me time and I'll get it done. I mean, for a rookie to say that seven, eight games into his career, Pretty damn impressive. Yeah, he's on track to have one of the best rookie seasons, and I feel like he's just getting started. Uh, the little nugget that I found is he is on pace to become the first rookie quarterback in the, or excuse me, rookie QB to lead the NFL in passing yards since a debut O'Brien Bryan in 1939. Only Herbert and Andrew Luck threw for more yards in the first nine starts. Also, since the turn of the century, only five rookie quarterbacks have averaged more EPA per dropback. That was Big Ben, Matt Ryan, Robert Giffen III. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. Crazy. I, That's wild. When I hear about C.J. Stroud, I just think about the Panthers and the reports that there, it was their owner that stepped up, that their offensive coordinator, their coaches, everybody wanted C.J. Stroud. And I know the folks over at Underdog, I know Josh Norris over there does a great job, um, and they had put out a lot of content before saying C.J. Stroud is the Panthers' pick, and all of a sudden it started changing to Bryce Young late in the process is- and come to find out. I think their coach even came out, I think Matt Rowley came came out, not Matt Rule, Frank Wright, came out and uh, basically confirmed that he wasn't our guy. I remember exactly how you said it, but basically let everybody know, yeah, we all liked somebody else, which was C.J. Stroud, and that ownership wanted uh, Bryce Young. Just be glad to be with the Chiefs that you don't have an ownership group that steps in and, and does stuff like that. They let the football people do football things. Um, but yeah, looking at the MVPs, I'm not going to tell anybody how to bet um, but the up, updated MVP odds, CJ Stroud is ninth best odds right now to win MVP. It's a plus three. What is, what is the top so, of the list? What's the top of the list? Patrick Mahomes is still the favorite to win MVP. Okay. Uh, and then tied for second, Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts, a plus 350. Okay. Uh, Tua Tongvaloa uh, is there uh, in fourth. And then Joe Burrow, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. And then you have Josh Allen. Um, and then it's CJ Stroud, Jared Goff, and Tyreek Hill, Trevor Lawrence. And then you get into way beyond odds of guys that's not going to happen sure. for. But, but so to be up in that company, that's uh, yeah. your rookie season doing what you're doing. Wish I could bet on odds becoming much better. <laughs> like, I don't think <laughs> CJ Stroud's going to win, but I could put money on plus 3,000 being like plus 1,000 in a couple of weeks. Right. He continues playing the way that he does or the way that he is uh, right now. All right, let's move on to the next one, Haley. Yep. Um, Talking about the division. AFC West. Chiefs, the only team above 500. So the Chargers lost to Lions. Yeah. I feel like you're going to want to talk about this. The Dan Campbell decision. I want to talk about Dan Campbell's decision to go for because if it works, everybody's loving it in this podcast. It's one thing to do with the Lions or the Chargers is talking about the decision. Uh, But I love the aggressiveness and it goes and it fits the style of the way that he he reportedly and what you've seen and what the access Mm -hmm. they give us to, the way that they've kind of always been is that he's in on his guys. He trusts his guys to go out there and make plays. And for anybody who's listening, who isn't familiar with what happened, uh, they're tied 38-38 late in the game uh, between the Chargers and the Lions. There's one minute, 47 seconds left to go in the game. The Lions are driving and they get down to the Chargers 30, or excuse me, 26-yard line. So you've got a 43-yard field goal to win the game. You're facing a fourth and two. He's going to trust his kicker. He's going to hit that. 
you're going to be up by three points with say a minute 40 left. Take seven seconds, maybe a minute 42 left. You're going to give Justin Herbert a chance. Justin Herbert had been playing really well through for over, I believe 350 yards. Austin, or excuse me, Keenan Allen had 170 yards and two touchdowns receiving. They were moving the ball. Talk about the Chargers offense. So Dan Campbell decides, you know what? I'm going to go for it on fourth down, get the first down. They do. If Jared Goff throwing it to your rookie tight end, Sam Laporta, who's been one of the surprising, not surprising to me because I, I like Sam Laporta. I'll put myself on that. I have receipts for that. Uh, but Sam Laporta for a six-yard game, kneeled it three times, kicked a game-winning field goal as time expired. That's a lot of stones for a coach and a team that is right in the mix for a playoff race. And I love everything about it. I love the fact that it happened against the Chargers. I love in that situation, you can't feel good about taking the lead because you're giving the ball back. Minutes 40 for any decent quarterback in the NFL, and we're later in the show we'll go through how bad some of the quarterback play is right now. But Justin Herbert is one of the guys. I wouldn't feel comfortable giving six to eight quarterbacks the ball back with that kind of time, knowing that they get a field goal to tie or a touchdown to win. I don't love it, and I love I loved what Dan Campbell did there. I was uh, over at my parents last night. I got dinner with them, and then I was upstairs. I, there's like a man cave downstairs where my dad watches all his football. And I was upstairs before we went, and just all I could hear was screaming. Like every every few seconds, screaming. for, the, for I'm like, what are you mad about? Like, what's going on? He's like, oh, you're just, there's so many decisions happening. you got to come down here and see this. And um, it, was an, it was an eventful game. And I think I, I, I agree with you. That's the way that they play. That's the way that they played against the Chiefs. You might as well just keep it going. Yeah. And you, sometimes it works out. You get buy-in from your players. Even if it doesn't work out, your players know that you trust them. Your players know that you're... That's, a, you that's a been a way to their ability. You believe in their ability to go get it done. Yeah. Um, again, even if you don't. And then when it when you do get it done, you just say, like, I told you guys I believe in you. I'm going to put my money... That's a confidence. My decisions where my mouth is, and I'm going to back you up on this. Uh, great stuff there. And the fact that the Chargers are under 500, just beautiful. That's just, that's a debacle over there. I don't, She's having a two and a half game that one for Thanksgiving. Some things never change. Well, you seem like a happy, happy guy. You, who else is happy? I know, I know you're not happy I put this in the show, but I don't, I knew, I knew it was going to go in. It, like, it's fine. I'm going to hate her. I just, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I, I mean, I'm not like a, what I mean, it's anyways. So fuckers over there, and I'm just here for Taylor sweatshirt. It's all over Twitter. You can't open Twitter without seeing Taylor Swift running to Travis Kelsey on the side of the stage after after she changed the lyrics in her song. What was it to Chiefs Man Tucker? You know this better than I would. It was for Karma. Karma. Okay, which is the song about like Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me is what the lyric. That's spicy. I see. Favorite part of all of this that I've learned it's just fun. is that Colin Saunders' brother is a dancer. Like that's the that coolest is part to me. It's just like, oh, we're connection. connections here. <laughs> uh, that's great. And yeah, I, I don't think you could have gotten on social media anytime yes. over the weekend. Happy to seem happy. That's, that's you know, the only thing great. that I have. And yeah. it's weird because I... They're human. Like, they're, yeah. they have relationships. Travis came out and said, like, I don't want to talk about it publicly. He's being asked, are you in love? Like, really personal That's questions. That's weird. Um, That's too much. But yes, inviting To not pretend like, oh, I'm really happy for them. You say things that are like people that you know. Like, you don't know them. Even if it was around them a little bit. Like, I don't know him. Yeah. But yeah, he's always cool. Like, it looks like they're really happy. It looks like young love. That's awesome. And it's great that it's the most 
famous person in the world is in him, seems happy. That's awesome. Young That's love. it. Don't leave me hanging. Just make the law. Um, I don't know. I always make that noise. But I, <laughs> but they're not that young either. No, they're not. They're grown. But he's like five or six years younger than me. Is he 30, he's 36? Yeah. Is that how old he is? 34. Yeah, so he's six years okay. younger. I'm 40. Well, anyways, happy for the Swifties, and I'm happy that they're Chiefs fans and that everyone's happy. Mahomes also happy. His uh, Red Raiders beat Kansas. Sorry to the Kansas Jayhawks fans. Um, but not this Lawrence. Not in this room. Also sold his own home or his old house, so I'm sure that's great for a pretty penny. Everyone seems to be doing good. I was looking on uh, social media the other day, and everyone's on a trip or doing something fun and enjoying the buy, and, you know. You know what we didn't do is we didn't include the stat, the annoying stat about Reed after the bye week. Everybody knows this. I know. He's really good. So who cares what they do during the bye week? Enjoy it and have fun. That, yeah. You know what it's I mean? A good, it's a good day. Like, I, I don't want to get fired up about, like, dumb takes and things that, that annoy me. But you sure? fans telling players what they can or can't do, like, on the bye week. Yeah, like, exactly. He needs to be heads focused. No, he needs a break. It's a grueling season. He can Give him go a break. out with his girlfriend uh, in Argentina. He can go do whatever he wants. Uh, he's still going to show up and be the player that we expect him to be, whether he does that or not. Uh, just because you're seeing it now doesn't mean there weren't things in the past that he was still going out there performing after he was doing. We just happen to see it now because he's dating yeah. the most famous person in the world. So just let, Types. let him go be. Let himself. people see. Let, let them be. All right. Right now, we are going to take a break and we'll come back and continue discussing our takeaways from the weekend. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to 10 Things. I'm BJ, hanging out with Haley. And uh, before we get into our final things, I've got a quick word from our friends over at DraftKings. Can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? We've got to make every second count. And with DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five on any matchup. Now, the Chiefs, for those that might want to uh, bet or just be aware of this information, they are opening as three-point favorites over the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl rematch for next Monday night. And uh, the over-under at 46.5. So take that information for what you will. Now get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code KCSN. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.com. DraftKings.com slash football terms. Honestly, you rolled right through it. I didn't even read through that before I did it. Blind read. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. All right. You as well. And you know what I was impressed with? This morning, I listened to the latest episode of My Story. Uh, It's a podcast here at KC Sports Network. It's produced by Marlia Campbell, uh, who has done a phenomenal job with this series. The third uh, in this series, the first one was with Tim Grunhard, and then we uh, did one with Trent Green and now Christian Okoye. And it is a 26-minute listen. It is really cool. You're basically hearing the football journey of Christian Okoye, how he ended up in Kansas City, how he started playing football. You get to hear who gave him the Nigerian Nightmare nickname. And I, I've talked to Christian Okoye. I there are things that I learned in that podcast I had never heard before. I did not realize that he wanted to play running back because he saw a highlight of Marcus Allen, and he was getting talked into playing football. Uh, and he was asked what position he'd want to play, and he remembered seeing Marcus Allen with a highlight from Monday Night Football running a 70-yard touchdown. He said, I want to do what that dude did. That's why he started playing running back specifically. Uh, but a lot of cool stuff in there. He played against Andy Reid in college. Um, we well, was at Azusa Pacific, and Andy Reid was at San Francisco State. Um, some really, really cool nuggets in there. And again, it's a quick read. Krishna Koye is narrating himself. He is explaining his football journey to you. Um, so go check that out. We've got a storytelling channel you can subscribe to. Um, we're also dropping it in the Chiefs channel, so you can find it uh, in there as well. If you're listening to this audio, it's in the Chiefs channel. Um, but that storytelling channel and, and this series that she's doing, uh, it's only one episode every couple of weeks or every few weeks, but uh, really does a good job with them. It takes a long time, but uh, you get to learn things, and it's a different style of podcast, a different style of, of audio to listen to, but I highly recommend going and listening to that one. And if you like it, um, go ahead and subscribe to that channel. She, Marlia's doing a great job. She has. Shout out, um, Marlia, because what she does on a day-to-day basis, I used to do, and finding extra time to be able to really 
put into a craft like this. Um, probably one of the sweetest girls I ever met in sports broadcasting, but also just someone who has a real passion for it. So and she's really happy to see her doing so well. All about this and has done a great job with all the series. She's killing it. One for the NFL draft that we did in an audiobook yeah, style. It was, was really cool. And the behind the scenes of how the NFL draft came to Kansas City. Uh, we've got another one that you're starting to work on now. It's kind of a longer term project, but uh, excited about uh, teaser. Yeah, well, I'm not going to give any more away than that. Um, but uh, it's coming. It's it's coming. And it's going to be good. Uh, so shout out Marlia. Um, shout out NF- NFL international games. Yeah, that wrapped up this. Wrapped and and what away? <laughs> we were talking about Tucker before this <laughs> the show started. Kind of crazy that the uh, group in Frankfurt goes from watching Chiefs, Dolphins, and all the excitement of that. To Colts, Patriots, oh Mac a, Jones, a Big Ten shootout, ten six, uh, just bad football left and right. Um, but brings the question, and I know Clark Hunt was asked about it. He said, "When they get supersonic travel, I think is what he said. Of that when will there be like a team based in Europe, gotcha. or Germany, or just maybe a division, or just something else where there's teams within the NFL that are outside United States." Um, that are like opening new markets and not just playing a game over there, but having teams like based in these markets. Where would you like to see a team based? I would. I think London would be a perfect place yeah. to have a team that, to start off safe. Now, I remember the expansion was originally supposed to be there by 2025. So that was a thought that they actually had of starting their own. What it would be was it going to be either like two or four teams having their own little division right. over there, I guess. That part makes sense to me. Um, Teams that travel over team. Yeah, and then teams that travel over there, maybe you travel over and then you play like mm-hmm. back-to-back weeks on the road against the two teams. They can right. The schedule people can figure it out. Now you got AI, they can just plug it in and it'll just shoot out a schedule. They I just don't think 2025 is plausible right now with yeah. the timeline of everything. But I mean, we've seen things <laughs> advance much quicker than we ever thought that they would if they really want to get it done. But I see with before 2030, we have a, a division over there. I think so. And I think London would be the perfect place to have it. And you could also have a few games played in Germany as well because it's so relatively close as compared to how just wide the U.S. is. That would be going, you know, a game coast to coast. It's short. It's half that distance to go from London to Germany. Yeah. I've always said if we need to start a Cabo San Lucas sports network, like, I'll get that goal. Send me to London, though. I mean, seriously, I will live there in a heartbeat. So I can do that. I found an app that you can actually take, like, all of our podcasts, put it through, and it'll spit it out in different languages. Oh, really? So. We should do that. Yeah. Pretty cool. The more you know. Pretty. Uh, okay. You want to talk about um, what's part of that end of the, you can talk about the fourth quarter and tie it right into the fourth quarter of that game rod. Tie it into this next conversation. Oh, just all the bad quarterback play. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of bad quarterback play out there right now. It just feels like when you're looking at NFL games, you could just tell that game, even looking at the over under lines, if you're in betting, like you could just tell when the over under of an NFL game is like 36. Yeah. It's like, that's not, it's just it's not a great sign. Or 34. Right. I think one of them was 34 and a half this past weekend. And it's like, I would almost always be over. And I look at the teams that are playing or the quarterbacks that are playing. You'll be guys like Zach Wilson. Mac Jones gets benched. Zach Wilson's probably going to get benched soon. Um, or he should if they would have made a decision to trade for somebody. The Jets might end up regretting that. Um, we'll talk about the Aaron Rodgers coming back here in a second because it still blows my mind that that's even a thing. He's going to come back and hurt himself again. I don't think it's going to work. We'll t- uh, we'll get to it next. Taylor Heineke, yeah. the Giants, Bryce Young, Tyson Pageant, Gardner Minshew, Aiden O'Connell, 
and uh, hurts my heart a little to say it with Aiden O'Connell because we talked to him out at the Shrine, but he's a good dude. I I tried, so Tucker, a little side story here about Aiden O'Connell. I tried to find the video, Tucker, of when we were in Vegas because he's playing at home. He's throwing touchdowns to Michael Mayer in like a big moment, and they ended up like winning or whatever. But we saw Aiden O'Connell at the Shrine Bowl at the Luxor Breakfast Buffet restaurant when it was closed down, trying to hide in the corner and do dry reps of all of the plays that he was learning. Because you go to the Shrine Bowl, you go to these all-star games, you're learning, you're learning a new offensive system. It's new lingo. It's not terribly like in-depth. You're not learning to read defenses and stuff in these games, but you're having to learn whatever the system is of the coaches that you're playing for. And Tucker, I don't remember which team he was on, whether it was the... The Falcons coaches, either the Falcons coaching staff or the Patriots coaching staff. By the way, you're learning a new system. So what we saw, and we were sitting in this little like um, VIP room. It's where we did all of the interviews at the Shrine Bowl. Uh, we can go out there because we get 20 minutes to sit down with these guys. It's where we talk with Keandre Coburn, about BJ Thompson. And in the past, we talked to Brock Purdy and we talked to Dorian Thompson Robinson and a lot of these guys that uh, Isaiah Pacheco uh, talked with him when he was out at the Shrine Bowl. But when we were up there in between recording, we looked down and you could see him hiding in the corner, like going through and like he was like practicing like handoffs and reps and going through this whole thing by himself and nobody's around. He's trying to get away from everybody. And I just remember thinking like, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm sure all the quarterbacks are doing that at some level and they were all trying to find space. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But like, I just thought it was cool that we saw him do that. It's even more cool now knowing that he got drafted by the team that was in the city that he was playing in that all-star game. And we got to see that. So I went and tried to find that video on my phone. I couldn't find it. But <laughs> we've got it somewhere of him hiding in the corner. And it's just kind of a weird thing to have. It's like we're spying on Aiden O'Connell. We told him the next day when we saw him. Like we saw you hiding in the corner in the breakfast. Thanks for listening to us. But um, a lot of bad quarterback play. Haley, and then you got Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Then you got Josh Dobbs. Never really found his footing or home. Let's put it that way in the NFL and then it seems to be sticking two games through with the Vikings the fact that he had never run a play with them and then gets on the field gets it done and then the fact that we see the video come out where he didn't even know where the locker room was he had to have a security guard escort like explain to him which route to go to like the locker room he doesn't even know his own facility yet and he's getting wins on the field with the players and doesn't know where the locker room is but he knows where his teammates and players are going to be on there you go. plays and there you go. running in live situations in an NFL game. It's a cool story. For the first time, uh, he's 2-0 and uh, as, head, as starting quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. And then this past week, 23 of 34, 268 yards and a touchdown, plus eight Ooh. rushes for 44 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Uh, amazing story. Awesome story. Uh, guy won two games in two weeks with the Vikings and won one game, starting eight games for the Cardinals to start the season. Just awesome story. Um, awesome story for Minnesota and their fans. I know how upset they were when the Chiefs won that game. I think it was the last game they lost. I think they've won five straight since losing to the Chiefs. I think they've won five think, straight. Yeah. That timing probably adds up. If you ask the Vikings fans when we were leaving that stadium, they told you that they should have won the game against the Chiefs, if you ask them. They were very upset after that one. Understand, but but yeah, cool storyline there, and yeah, it only would have been matched by the Tommy DeVito story of the Giants quarterbacks living at home, 
living 12 minutes from the stadium. Hey, I don't hate on him for that. And yes, they have won five straight. I just wanted to. Was their last loss against Their last loss was to Kansas City, and then they went and beat the Bears, the 49ers, the Packers, the Falcons, and now the Saints. Yeah, so I'd say Josh Dobbs, best story. And, you know, looking at the numbers for Tommy DeVito, he did throw two touchdown passes, but uh, was only had 86 yards passing. However, if my mom's going to, unrelated back to the, uh, if my mom's going to make my bed and make me food every day, you better believe I'm staying home. Solid point. If I live 12 minutes away from work and they will accept me as a liability, I better believe I'm milking it. Free food? And my parents have a dog? So you're going to move back home? Yes. In route. All right. We That is all. Me. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? I don't like it. to wrap up the show. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to wrap it up. We appreciate everybody for hanging out. And uh, if you didn't see over the weekend, one of the other big things that happened is we announced our new partnership with Sandlot Goods. They're making the new KCSN merch. You see Haley is wearing the sweatshirt. I've got one of the t-shirts on right now. We've got the coasters right here. We've got drink sweaters. They've made hats and all kinds of cool stuff. And the other cool part is all... Of the proceeds, if you buy any of the KCSN merch, it's going to benefit the KCSN Foundation and all the different things that we do within the community. If you don't know what that is, go to the KCSN Foundation Twitter account. There's links to videos that will explain from the people that we work with exactly what we do and the impact that we're making in the community. Um, it's a really cool deal, and uh, I'm really happy to work with Santa a lot. They've been awesome to work with so far. The gear is awesome. Yep. People seem to like it. Uh, and We've got more stuff announcing down the road uh, that we're going to be doing with Sandlots uh, and the foundation. So some cool stuff coming up. But if you want to support KC Sports Network and you want to support the KCSN Foundation and stuff we're doing in the community, grab yourself a shirt, grab yourself a hoodie. Break. Are they comfortable? Yes. Football, fashion, and fun. Just lump it all together. You tagline for KC. It should be on my Instagram. Who is she? Ash Football, Ford. fashion, and fun. I wear shorts and hoodies every day. <laughs> Except for today because I was wearing this shirt. As I'm glad to know it was match, but thank you all for hanging out. Yes. Um, Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles next Monday night. We'll have you covered with all these storylines going into the Super Bowl match. And then the next 10 things will be a day later because it's a Monday night game. So we'll be recording next Tuesday, but uh, appreciate everybody hanging out, spending part of your day with us. Don't forget the KC Lab and Only Weird Games will be going live tonight. So you can find their content on all of our platforms. And if you like these shows and if you like KC Sports Network please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify podcast people do see those things and most people don't go on the internet to say uh, really nice things so please be nice get, to us we know what the numbers are we know the <laughs> top rated cheese podcast out there and so some people out there appreciate what we're doing so if you leave us a review we'd appreciate it hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week we'll see you later <laughs>